In his 2024 budget proposal, Mayor Brandon Johnson wants to allocate at least $150 million toward what he is calling new arrivals services. This comes on top of the millions that have already been spent by the city. As of today, nearly 11,000 migrants remain in shelters across Chicago, and 3,000 more are still waiting for placement. Tonight, a community meeting will be held to discuss housing migrants at a few West Loop locations. It will be run by Alderman Walter Burnett along with the mayor's office. This meeting likely to have a similar format that, than we've seen to other wards, where a presentation to the community is followed by lengthy public comment. During his address today, Mayor Johnson blamed Republicans for wanting to create chaos in the city. But I don't flinch in the face of challenges, and neither does the city of Chicago. Since the first bus arrived over a year ago, we have upheld those values, those values to welcome individuals and families seeking asylum. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum podcast. Thanks for listening and remember to like, share, and comment on the content. Hit that notification tab so you will know when new content has been uploaded. And now your host, Big VJ. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, is checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk politics. We're going to read an article. And we, beloved, are going to talk politics. And in this politics conversation, we're going to, of course, talk about Chicago because I got an article from Fox 32, right? So we're going to do Chicago. We just might throw in um, New York City. Maybe Frisco, maybe Detroit, right? Because Wayne County is also, you know, we're going to talk about sanctuary cities. So let's just do this first, right? Before we even begin having a political conversation and we read this article, I want to talk about a couple of definitions, right? Because when you start talking about politics, you really going to get involved closely with this scientific deceiver. You really going to be hands on with the art of technology because everything is a trick. And it's a lot of things that our people don't know, but it's almost designed for them not to know because our people, they're easily distracted, right? So it's not like nobody is really, really doing nothing behind your back. The plans are always laid out. The problem is our people is not involved in the planning process because we're easily distracted. We're almost like infants, you know, babies sitting in a crib somewhere where the baby and the infant can want one thing, but the parent come along and throw a rattler in the crib or throw one of those old school unbreakable mirrors in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Then the, the the child can just, it's so easy to distract this baby. It's so easy to distract this infant. It's unreal because they just not really, the focus is not there. It kind of works the same with our people. You come to the village, you throw a couple liquor stores around, right? You throw some beauty supply stores around, throw some religious houses around, and the people become so like, they just, they don't know what's going on, what's underneath their feet. They're on their way to heaven, right? It's an escapism. 
I'm going to spend $600 on some hair. This is the black woman. I'm going to spend $600 on some hair because this is a form of escape from who I really am. Or I'm going to get a bottle of hand. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get a bottle of Ziroc. You know, I'm going to get a bottle of Hennessy because I want to escape from where I really am. Or better yet, I'm going to go down to the religious house because I've got my passport stamped up. I'm ready to go to heaven. Eyes are, eyes are on the way to heaven. So <laughs> we all... They, they give you different forms of escapism. I mean, you can package it up. You can, it's your business of how much you enjoy it or whatever the case may be. But you just so, you just want to get away. But that's okay because the devil got a plan B. You know, you want to get away so bad and you want to move around. He's going to help you because in this conversation, we're going to use the term migrant and migrant crisis. But the migrants don't have no crisis. The niggas do. You know what the real crisis is? Ah, uh, you know. Niggas is finna go. Niggas is finna get up out of these cities. They don't even know it. We know it. They don't know it. So, it's a migrant crisis, all right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I guess. Because <laughs> that's the... That's the new term they use today. You know, that small hat run the media. So every now and then you hear a new term. Because when I say migrant, if you can see me, I'm over here. I'm throwing up the uh, the air quotes with my fingers. Because today is the migrant crisis. Tomorrow, they go back to illegal immigrant. Or they may, the day after that, they may go back to illegal alien. And then after that, they may go back to undocumented American. And then after that, they may go back to undocumented immigrant. So they keep switching the titles around because everything is trapped up in like an algorithm of terms. So these terms are limited. They they're trapped in they trapped in space. They trapped in time. So you can't research a matter from the beginning to the end because the name keeps changing. Just like if you type in African American, it's only gonna go back so far. Then if you type up colored, it's only gonna go back so far. Black is only gonna go back so far, right? Persons of color want to go, go back so far. <laughs> they keep switching titles around on, on purpose because you can't go back from the beginning to the end if they give you one term. They, they're not going to do that. They're tricksters. You can look at the small hatch now. What's trending on the media? It's a conflict back in the East. It's a conflict. It's a war between Palestine and this and that. And it's just a trick. We know them folks didn't even get over there to 1948. We know President Truman is the one that stamped them over there. That, we know that's not real. We know that that place originally belonged to our people. That is the area that Ubis founded. Now, if you try to research Ubis, it's not even there. You have to research Jubis, J-E-B-U-S, to see who founded that territory that they all fighting over. It's an original person. But we know that J is not ancient. So we just giving you an example. They keep changing the names around so you can't figure out nothing. See, you're dealing with technology. You're dealing with a high level of technology, beloved. You're dealing with, brother. <laughs> Listen, when the devil said uh, Shakespeare, right? When Shakespeare in Seven Ages of Man, when he said, all the worlds is a stage and all the men and women are just merely players, they meant that. That wasn't just a play. This is how these folks really, really operate. They really operate. The whole world is just a stage. America, 
the hills of North America, the territory that we call the United States. The United States is a drama play. So now you have to figure out, well, who is your character in this play? Who is your character? Like, who are you? Are you the person in charge in this play? You the boss? You the jefe? You the your highness in this play? You the oba in this play? The play of America. You the servant. You the slave in this play. You the employee. You the second class citizen. See, if I come out and I just say it and I talk with the knowledge of self and I say, well, you know, our nature is freedom, justice, and equality. And then, you know, those people are a little different. They operate in corruption, disproportion. This is the reality. Captivity is their game. This is the reality. But see, our people don't want to hear the word captivity. They I'm free. I'm like, all right, I'm, okay, you're free. I, okay, I get it. You're free to do what? Because that man is the planner. Well, where's your plan at? There is a plan to move all American Negroes out of the inner cities. The plan is in play. Now, they got it scheduled out. They already think 25, 50 years down the line. Where's your play? Oh, you want to get up out of here. So you get off work, get your bottle of hand. Or you get off work and you run to the hair store because you just got to be somewhere else. You got to be somebody yank. We love just having these out-of-body experiences. And then if we really want to have a good out-of-body experience, what do you think we really got? That we can jump all around and just, I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the writing is on the wall, as Big Mama would say. You didn't know you was leaving? How many of you guys I shocked you when I said, they finna put these niggas out the city? Did I shock you? Unless you was a blind man. I don't care where you travel, all through the Midwest, all through the South, all through the West Coast. You know what you start seeing around inner cities? They building these big ass storages. Please don't act like you ain't been seeing it, dog. Don't do that to me, bro. Don't come here if you want me to. I, I'm not going to lie to you. They got other podcasts. They'll lie to you. Make it sound fly to you. I'm not going to lie to you and make it sound fly to you. I'm just going to tell you, yo. Have you not seen all the storage, not the regular storage buildings that we had back in the 80s and 90s? That was one level, garage door kind of type. No, no, no. These devils are building three, four levels. These motherfuckers is big as parking garages. The, the storage is so big. And your green ass is riding by, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you riding by. Man, look at all these storage units. I, I, was, I was wondering who's moving. Nigga, you're moving. You're moving. And you know why you didn't know you didn't pay attention? You don't go to the city council meetings. You don't feel like you're, in, you're on your way to heaven, nigga. You're not even involved. You don't go to the town hall meetings. They're having them. You're not there. Beloved, I would go to all the city council meetings, dog. It was nothing there, but like, it was, it's nobody, it's like nobody there for real. And I'm like, yo, but you at the cabaret, you at the club, you make it to the club every week. You know what I'm saying? You make it to the bar every week. Huh? You at the jib joint every week. 90% of your flyers and advertising is about kicking it and partying. So you finna party your way out of Chicago, bro. You done parted your way out of Harlem. They got one foot out. You got one foot in. They're going to kick the other foot out. 
you partied your way out of Detroit. Every year you look up the population in the city of Detroit is going down, down. Yeah, it's going down with niggas. Not them. We knew what time it was when they stopped building bike lanes. When we see the bike lanes, it's like, oh, shit, the jig is up. <laughs> the jig is up. And what's the what's so cold, man? This this is a wicked piece here, beloved. He is using policies that our people put in place to change up the game and get us out of here. He's using sanctuary cities. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what's so cold about Chicago. Listen to me, beloved. Listen, listen, listen. Shout out to Chicago, beloved. That's that's where my grandfather's from. My uncles and aunties, they're on the south side. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the shot. Shout out to the taste. All of that beautiful city. Okay, we get it. There was a great black powerful mayor out of the city of Chicago. His name was uh, Mayor Harold Washington. This is back in the 80s. You dig what I'm saying? Now, one day we may talk and have a conversation about the power of these black mayors because they were powerful. Uh, I want to talk about Washington one day. My mayor, uh, Coleman A. Young, right? Uh, my man from uh, Mayor Marion Berry, powerful black brother down there in DC. Uh, I might throw two more in, and then I, I got to have this conversation in which I show our people how the Alphabet Boys was doing their best to destroy our mayors. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's power when you see you're over the budget. See, I know you don't know what a budget is. See, you don't go. To, you don't go down to the. <laughs> you on your way to heaven, my nigga. You don't even know what the city budget is, so you kind of like don't get it. But the mayor is over at the budget. Harold Washington, right? He he put a, a, an executive order in place back in the G to make the shop a sanctuary city. Now I'm gonna explain to you. I'm trying to figure out the easiest way I can explain what a sanctuary city is. Um, so check it out. The mayor is the steward over the city. The governor is the steward over the state. The president is the steward over the federal government, right? The federal government is Jim Crow, Joe Biden's jurisdiction. The feds are. The governor runs the state, but the mayor runs the city. So the mayor can make, he can put an executive order in place to make his city a sanctuary city, meaning whatever the federal law is, that's cool. They have to enforce their law, but he can stop those that work underneath his jurisdiction from getting involved. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he's over the, he's over, he's over the city. He's over the police department. He's over the, whatever's in the city, he runs that. You know, the report, uh, Department of Transportation, all this. So, when migrants are coming in, well, I don't want to say migrants, let's talk about something else. And back in the day, if you had your people coming in from Jamaica and Haiti, right? And, you know, anywhere from the Caribbean world, anywhere from the Latin world, anywhere from Black Africa, anywhere from Black Asia, and they come, the feds can put them out. But if your mayor, he can put, no, nah, this is a sanctuary city. He can protect the people that look like you that's in the city. So your Jamaican brothers and sisters ain't got to go nowhere because the city is not going to be involved in removing them. This is how black mayors, they use this to get other black folks in from, from other places around the world. 
Now, the devil, the scientific deceiver, he's using this same tactic to get migrants in to get you out, to get our people out now. But the sad part about it is he's using token niggas to help him do it, man. He's using turncoat niggas to help him do it. He's using handkerchief heads, beloved, straw bosses and shit, bootleggers to help him do it. That is the saddest thing about this situation. If black Americans was truly invested into capitalism, right? I'm going to give a definition of capitalism because the one that they got in the book, we ain't going to use that. Real black content to form podcast, we use a different definition. The definition that we use for capitalism is it's when a person owns all the land, tools, and resources, and they use labor to enrich themselves. If you own the land, black folks, I want you to listen to me good. If you own the land and the tools and the resources of Chicago, of Detroit, of Cincinnati, of Mobile, of Dallas, of San Antonio, of Miami, of New York City, when the immigrants flow in, they're going to make you rich because you're going to snatch them up and you're going to put them to work because you own the land, the tools and the resources. You just using their labor to make you rich. And because they are quote unquote illegal immigrants and they're illegal aliens and they undocumented Americans and they undocumented immigrants and now they're migrants, you can pay them whatever you want because the federal government does not protect them that they can get a certain wage from you. So that's like, uh, and I, I hate to say it this way JoJo's Rib Shack, right? JoJo's Seafood Restaurant. Let me say it that way. By the what, because of the migrants are coming in. The workers that Jojo have to pay, at the very least, he got a contract with the federal government called minimum wage. He can't, he can't pay these people less than this because they're citizens of the they're citizens of the government. Now, because Jojo see that migrants are coming in, he can say, "All right, I'm gonna go open up building number two, and I'm gonna hire all undocumented workers because they can't dictate to me what I'm going to pay them." I can pay them for 40 hours a week. I can pay them $200 a piece and call it good. Now, this is a form of slavery, but beloved slavery is capitalism. But the reason why the federal government is allowing these people to flood in along with some straw boss ass niggas that's helping them push you out is because big corporations is going to hire them and undercut you. Now, this is why I said all of that to say this. See, you voted for this shit, though. You voted for this. If you vote Democrat, my nigga, you vote for this. So what do you think we can do? We can't do nothing, beloved, but sit back and watch you take that shit that you didn't vote for. You know what our people love to quote so much when they start talking about the biblical text? Right? They say, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They kind of leave it off right there. My people is destroyed by a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They stop right there. You know the, the other parts that they leave out? When it says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, 
I will also reject thee. They leave that out. <laughs> now I said so a few more things after that. You know what I mean? But that that key part, they leave that all the way out. You know why? Because now that make you hold accountability. No, it's not just the fact that you got a lack of knowledge. You rejected it. See, you went for the personality. And historically, even in the same biblical text, it always showed original people weren't good at voting. You always made a mess of yourself and your people when you voted. Yo, um, there's a story, right, in the biblical text that in which the original people was voting, right? Caesar came before the people, right? so-called white man so-called roman he came before original people and he gave them a vote on one side he gave them a wicked man right he, he was a thief robber he was a murderer right he presenting to them uh wicked industries you know uh, <laughs> he, he's giving to them self-destruction he's offering them one man and then he offered them another man and his other man was righteous he was holy he was perfect he was sanctified he was for the best interest of the people but take a vote in who the people voted for they said give us barabbas <laughs> do you know why they voted for barabbas because negroes regardless of time and place is in love with voting for something that is against their interests. That's why you love liberals. You love the Democrat Party. But historically, we already got it, beloved, out of the book. You're going to make a mistake with the vote. You're going to make a mistake with the vote. Fox 32 Headline reads, Chicago budget, Johnson wants to allocate at least $150 million for new arrival services, right? All right, quick question. How many of you guys know what the city budget is? How many of you guys know that? I know you know a lot. You know too much sometimes. They say, uh, all the time you just say, a nigga know the price of everything but the value of nothing. That's a nigga. He and she knows the price of everything, but the value of nothing. What is the city budget? Before you go to heaven, stop. Let's talk about planet Earth for a little bit. And what is the city budget? How much money do your city got? How much money do your state got? <laughs> How much money do your federal government got? I'm going to help you fill in the blanks. They don't have nothing. They're broke. Governments have absolutely no money. So how do they get money? They get money from you. You're the taxpayer. You pay tribute through your labor. So when you go shopping and through your labor, you pay a city tax and you pay a state tax and you pay tribute to Caesar. And then all of that money is tallied up, right? They put it all in one pot. And then they create budgets for the expenses that they can first kind of see 
that's coming the following year based off the money that they're pulling in that year, right? All right. How do you, Chicago, like Chicago, how do you allow your tax dollars every time you go to the mall, every time you go to the gas station, every time you buy groceries? Well, I don't know if they tax groceries in Illinois. I don't know. Some states do. But everything you buy is taxed. Everything is taxed. All of this money is piled up. And you will let Token Johnson say, we're going to allocate at least $150 million. But how come he didn't allocate nothing for you? That's your money. See, the government don't have no money. That's your money. But you don't even know how the budget works. Because these niggas is on their way to heaven. And if they're not on their way to heaven, they're on their way to the bar. They're on their way to the gentleman's club. Or they're on their way to get some new hair. Because that hairline and that Jordan line gets pretty long. And you can see it all on the flyers. Goddamn, you know, they advertising this party, that party. Where you finna go, bro? The mayor of Chicago is allocating millions more dollars toward migrant aid for next year. This comes as various communities continue to respond to the growing number of shelters the city is establishing for asylum seekers. Outlined in his 2024 budget proposal, token mayor Brandon Johnson wants to spend at least $150 million for what he's calling new arrival services. See, that's technology. That's technology. That's Judas. Can we say what it really is? This is Judas in action, beloved. Now, let's stop. How many of us been sitting back for the last past five years watching our people blow each other heads off in Chicago? You know, they just throwing these like homicide numbers up like a video game. Oh, this year it was 700 bodies. Uh, this year it was 600 bodies. The year after, 500 bodies. But, you know, even though the homicides went down, the victims are being shot still going up because in order to get 700 niggas dead and 600 niggas dead and 500 niggas dead that mean 1400 got to get shot because everybody that got shot didn't die so some of them live so just think our people beloved could have benefited off of this 150 million dollars worth of trauma gang prevention neighborhood prevention uh community tribal like conflict resolution kind of shit could have did it but you're on your way to heaven so you didn't do it see and then you let the straw boss get up there because y'all like these kind of people you you like them they got the platform and you know they got the uh <laughs> they ride on that donkey you love to see politicians on that donkey and you say man when they get on that donkey they for you are they really for you because it's not Somebody let me know if this is working. Now, I'm going to show you how they get you, though, beloved. Before we get back to that $150 million. You know, the plan is so sophisticated that I was looking at... Um, I was looking at the filming they was doing in Texas. Because it's very interesting. Some of these migrants are coming down. They're coming, they're coming up from Latin America... And then they come in 
down and around through the Gulf of Mexico from Senegal, actually from Africa. They're bordering Texas. And then when they get to Texas, it's a goddamn bus program for them there, right? So you got our Mexican brothers and sisters, our African brothers and sisters, our Latin American brothers and sisters. Now we don't care about the people, just what it is. Friday morning in Del Rio, Texas, a massive group of 250 migrants is walked through the border gate by Border Patrol and taken into federal custody. This group made up of people from all around the world, mostly Haitians, some from Africa, even one man from India. Several of the women were visibly pregnant and many came with babies and small children. But these are all migrants who willingly turn themselves in. The ones in this... And from our partners at Border Report, while migrants continue coming across the U.S. border by the thousands every day, southern Arizona remains the epicenter of migration between ports of entry. Border Report's Julian Resendez was in southern Arizona and northern Sonora, where they are seeing an increase in African migrants passing through. The small Mexican border town of Sonorita, Sonora, is suddenly experiencing the arrival of large numbers of citizens from African countries. Migrants like Mahmoud from Mauritania and others from Ghana, Cameroon, Senegal, and Nigeria can be seen on the streets of Sonoita waiting for money from friends and relatives to move on. Residents and town officials say they have gotten used to seeing and even doing business with the new arrivals. They admit sometimes it's hard to communicate with them. Mostly, they point to things. I want this, I want that. The African migrants also are using cell phone interpretation apps Town officials say they have seen migrants pass through for generations, but they admit they had seldom witnessed a constant arrival of African citizens. They say it has to do with bottlenecks at other Mexican border cities. Regardless, they say the migrants are welcome in their town. And our city does not mind their stay or their passing through here. Reporting from Sonoita, Mexico, for Border Report, this is Julian Resendez. Our Latin American brothers and sisters. Now we don't care about the people, just what it is. We just focusing on the government. When they get there, this was so interesting. The guy was going down asking these folks, well, where are they going? It wasn't like they were just entering the country like they had no idea where they was going. All our brothers from Senegal was like, uh, we're going to New York. And then all our like our brown brothers was like, we're going to Chicago. Like they knew they couldn't really speak English, but they knew enough to know. It's like they were they knew like they was designated to go to these places. They knew where the hell they was going. So I'm thinking to myself, niggas been working hard in this country now, right? <laughs> Dig this. You gotta we're gonna cook on this, man. And this ain't for this ain't we just talking politics, but this ain't really for children, man, because we we gonna stay using this colorful language. Niggas has been working for years. You haven't figured out how to get to South America yet. Most of y'all niggas ain't even left the country. How can a quote-unquote migrant with no money find his way from Senegal all the way to Texas to New York? And you know what's so sad? Niggas from New York never been to Texas before. They can't find the money. They can't get the way. But somehow, the, the God and the family and the people from they have quote-unquote nothing. Can make it all the way across the Atlantic and get that's kind of, don't that sound weird to you? Don't you see the financing behind this? Now I'm gonna show you the mind of crackers. Now all of this shit is moved around by tax dollars. 
they're funneling all these people from Africa, Latin America, because they ain't just making the money up. I mean, what well, they they kind of printing the shit up, but it's tax dollars. Now, when these crackers start talking about reparations, what do they start talking about? Ah, uh, see, I don't want see my, I, you know. Uh, my guinea grandmama you know she came from italy and she had nothing and my guinea grandmama shouldn't be paying y'all nothing my mick grandmama came from ireland and my mick grandmama shouldn't be paying y'all nothing because she had nothing to do with it she came from uh she came from uh ireland on the boat they made it to paris island and that's just our thing right this is what the wops and mick says this not right the small hats come back right behind the eye, ah, you know, we was in Germany. And, you know, our people, now they getting them a good check. Our people was in Germany and we ain't got nothing to do with paying no niggas, no nothing. And then when they start doing this, it's like goddamn crickets. You don't hear nothing now about the money. They finna dump more millions and billions on Israel. You ain't gonna hear nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? Because they dumping millions and billions on Ukraine. You don't hear nothing about that. See, you're never going to get justice out of these devils. It, it ain't going to never happen. Beloved, it, it ain't going to never happen. So, what is happening is those that are from among us that don't see no win, they just say, well, I'm going to roll over on my people for a check. They're slave catchers now. Johnson is a slave catcher. The average, I don't want to put this all on Johnson. 99.9% of black mayors is over cities as Democrats and they're not independent. They're slave catchers. They're straw boss. They're handkerchief heads. Yeah. I mean, what do you want me to, they're token niggas. They don't have your best interests at heart, but you empower them because you're, you're voting for them. As of Wednesday, nearly 11,000 migrants were in shelters established by the city while 3,000 others were still waiting for placement. And here you is, you can't even goddamn get 80 people together for a family reunion. The money ain't even goddamn there. Here you is, you ain't even got no money to bury. You still goddamn taking up fish fries and to go fund me pages to bury your loved ones. You ain't even got nothing. As Mr. Muhammad would say, you ain't got nothing to go with. All of a sudden, it's a lot of money floating around that got printed up for some folks that ain't never fought in the wars. Now, look at you. You done fought in all these folks' wars. They finna stick your ass in another one. But you finna go. Yeah, because a lot of y'all niggas love Israel, so you finna go. You think that's the real. You don't even know that those are imposters. We know that's imposters. You know, we got the knowledge of self. First thing you got to get is knowledge of self, God, and devil. So you know when you know the devil when you see it. I got to read that one again. As of Wednesday, nearly 11,000 migrants were in shelters established by the city while 3,000 others are still waiting for placement. You notice your rent be going up in these inner cities? You think that's a... Uh, <laughs> you don't think that's by design? You know how much the rent is in Detroit? You get your one-bedroom apartment... One bedroom apartment, city of Detroit, 900 square feet, 
about $1,200 a month. One bedroom. Would you got some kids? Oh, okay. You need a two bedroom? Well, you got one or two children? Oh, you need a three bedroom? By $1,600. You need a two bedroom? You're going to throw some bunk beds in the other one? $1,400. Shit, you in the hood. I mean, you're going to hear goddamn, I mean, you in the hood for that. You ain't like living on wet nights. I'm talking about, when I say the hood, I mean, Shit, during the 4th of July, you ain't gonna know which is which. You ain't gonna know if it's firecrackers <laughs> or they out there busting them straps. You know, you know you're in the hood. When, uh, if you don't know you live in the hood, January the 1st and uh, 4th of July, let niggas know exactly where they live at. If you start hearing a bunch of gunshots, oh, you're in the hood. If you live in an area where you don't hear nothing on 4th of July, you're way, way away from the hood. <laughs> Just so we're clear on that. Cleveland rent is going up. Milwaukee's rent is going up. It's going up. You know why it's going up? Because they're ready for you to get your shit and put in that storage unit they just built because they need you up out of there. They're going to make a big switch and you're going to see the suburbs that you feel like you love so much and you always want it. That shit going to start going down. So the heading... Watch what your brother say. In the next, I want to say, 24 to 36 months down the line, affordable homes, that term is going to start popping up everywhere around this country. But it's not going to be inside the cities no more. Outside the cities is going to be affordable homes. More than 18,000 migrants have made their way to Chicago since Texas Governor Greg Abbott's busing program began. Where's your busing program? You fought in all these folks' wars or your busing program. Just in last week alone, we welcome 63 buses. You're at the bottom of the totem pole, right? In Chicago, Frisco, Detroit, New York City. So, you're at the worker level. They've been roll you out and roll somebody else in. Um, it's unfortunate. Now, you know why we're so weak as a village? Because we have no mafia. We have no family. See, you individuals, you are people with a bunch of children laying all around. You ain't even, you're not strong. You know what the mafia mean? You know, you know what the inside joke of what the mafia mean? When the Guineas came over, right, um, the United States government put them right next to niggas. So the Guineas and niggas used to be next to each other. I'm talking about in the plantations in Louisiana and Mississippi. Louis. I know you don't know this because the way they give you history, when they start telling you about the plantation, they make it look like it was just all you. No, no, they interviewed a lot of people for that job. The Guineas was down there with you. What they learned, though, the United States government, is they learned that those people stuck together family-wise. They couldn't break them up. So that was like a slang term at first. Mafia. M-A-F-I-A. Mothers and Fathers in Association. That's Because that's not some gangster shit from Italy. The gangster quote-unquote shit from Italy is called Costa Nostra. It's not called no mafia. They ain't got no mafia over there in Italy. The Wops ain't got that. That's what they have in America. A mafia. And when you see the quote-unquote mafia boss, you see the mother and the father in association. 
it's harder to move them around when they are in association with each other, when that family unit don't break. Now, do you think that these mafia men or these Italian men had these these perfect ass women that never cheated, these perfect ass women that never fucked up on them? Of course they did. But they understood family is over everything and they stayed together. You think these uh, WAP and Guinea women, you think they didn't know that their old man was running around on them? It didn't matter. They wasn't going to break up the family. Now look at you. Look at you. You're not sold to keep your family together. You're the weakest link in the whole country. You're the weakest link. They can move you around, nigga. You ain't got no family. You ain't got no mafia. We do got the, what do you got, the uh, black mafia family? I don't want to say something, but you know I can't play policy. I got to play policy. You know I can't say nothing about that. <laughs> I was going to tie that in with something, but you know I can't. <laughs> Your brother VZ got to play a little politics when it comes to that. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I just got to keep it real on that. Right? So. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't. We don't have a black mafia. We don't have black mother and father and association. I'm going to leave it there, man. You know what I mean? Because. Um. It's going to get real tricky in Chicago. And when I mean tricky, I mean embarrassing because, see, the temperature finna go down. You know what I mean? See, when our brothers from Houston be tuning in to the podcast and L.A. be tuning in and Miami, see, their weather is different. You know, it kind of changed up a little bit, but they can't feel what that feels like when you're from the Midwest. When it gets cold, it gets a different kind of cold. It gets 20 below. It gets 15 below. It gets, you know, 20 degrees. And you, it, when it get back to 50 degrees, shit, it feel like it warmed up for you. See, they haven't experienced that kind of uh, temperature trauma. But see, these folks from, what, quote unquote, migrants, they're going to have to deal with the new weather crisis that they're going to face in the winter. What's going to show the wickedness of this scrawl boss token ass Johnson nigga that's up there running the show is he gonna leave his people out in the cold and he gonna have a place to stay to put these folks that's and we not we love all people you know what I'm saying we love our people they never fought in the wars they never fought in wars for this country they never cause first thing we wanna go to is the plantation I, come on dog skip that your forefathers fought in the wars here so add that on to that just don't make no plantation your foundation you did more than just plantation work you picked up a gun and you fought for this place you died you killed you bled for this place and then when you did that those crackers gave other crackers a GI Bill so they could run and get education in the home and they gave you nothing. You got nothing to go for self. You're voting against your own interests. Man, I, I'm, I'm close. I gotta, we're gonna close out. I just absolutely gotta say this. 
Honestly, it's made off a platform, beloved. This is why I don't really like to talk politics, but I'm going to have to. A policy is made off a platform. When you vote Democrat, right? You're voting for liberal core values. Back in the day, I had made a meme. And I made it like politics for dummies. To make it real easy so our people can see what they're voting for. A policy comes out of that because this is the platform. When you vote Democrat, you are voting pro-abortion, pro-LGBT marriage, big government, amnesty, transgender recognition, and gun control. You're voting for that. That's what that party stands for. I don't give a fuck what the personality is that represented. It's some cool Muslims that's from the from Michigan. I, I'm like, damn, I like dude. When I see them, I'm like, damn, my nigga, you over there with, damn, you a token? Because that platform, it can't give a policy to benefit you because it doesn't come from the platform. When you see Republican platform that can these conservative values, this is anti-abortion. So you stand for traditional marriage, small government, legal immigration, not this shit in Chicago, legal immigration. Non-transgender recognition. We do not recognize that shit. We do not. We're not for no gun. We for gun rights. We're not for no gun control. Now I'm going to show you the trick knowledge that the devil plays on you. Let's take politics out of it. Let's say I want to get a beer. Your brother VJ, man, I like a nice cold beer, right? Um, when I was drinking beer, my favorite beer was Yingling. If I couldn't get a Yingling, I'm like, hey man, give me a Blue Moon. If I can't get a Blue Moon, I get a Corona. Three at the top. You know what I'm talking about? All right. I'm voting for the person that's going to give me the best beer. That's me, right? Now, Obama comes along, and I like this brother. I'm like, man, this is a, okay. I like this brother. He's saying everything you want to say. And I'm like, Obama, what you represent? He like, yo. I'm with McDonald's and you know we got some soft drinks and this and that. I got Coke and I got Pepsi and I got so I'm like damn I'm looking for the candidate that got my beer and I look over and a guy named Trump Trump got my beer so what happens is that if I want to vote for my interests I just vote for the guy that's going to push the beer not the guy that I like that got the wait he got some shit I really can't use I'm, I'm looking I'm like well I can't really use no goddamn Coke or no Pepsi and I ain't interested in that so what happens is that all the beer drinkers that like beer, we start looking at the small head media and the small head media say, hey, man, the guy, this guy's a racist. This guy's a racist. He's a racist. So now what happens is, well, I'm like, well, he's a racist. Well, I don't want to help no race. I do. I do kind of like Obama. So I vote for Obama. He gets elected. Now he coming out. He's passing out Pepsi and calling out like, well, man, I can't really use none of that shit. But he used my vote to strengthen his platform to push shit that other people's going to enjoy. But he let, but they did that to me out of fear. So out of fear, I voted against somebody. Now, if I voted for the Trump guy, he got in, he started giving me all this beer. I don't really care how racist he is now because he's pushing shit that I can use. Now, I don't have to know them. I don't have to like this motherfucker. They're all devils. Love it. We know they're all devils. But I can use what he got. I can't use nothing he got. All right, now let's bring it back to today. How many of you guys that's listening to the sound of my voice, you just need some 
because when you start voting for shit you're putting the weight of the federal government on a matter and you know with the weight comes the money I don't need no money going towards no pro-abortion shit I, I don't drink that beer I don't drink the LGBT marriage beer I can't use that I can't drink big government do you know what big government means because they, they, they got another word for you with the small hat media do you know what big government means big government means programs 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 but remember your brother told you the government is broke where they going to get the money from the programs you nigga that means they have to tax you more you're voting for more taxes out of your check nigga you are an employee you work bro you need all your paper that's what big government means nigga we're gonna take more money from you and throw some programs around so you're paying for chicago because this is some big government shit going on you're you're voting for amnesty you're drinking an amnesty beer do you need amnesty nigga i don't need amnesty I'm, my folks is from here beloved we're the native sons of this land fuck what you heard ain't nobody over here in african-american <laughs> no no ain't no african-americans over here my nigga we're native sons we can't use no amnesty nigga what are we gonna do an amnesty we don't drink that beer bro we don't drink gun control we don't need no gun that's not that i don't drink that beer what do newly freed slaves just think of it Man, these niggas are some slick devils. You got to give them credit. These devils is pretty slick, right? They are definitely scientific deceivers. What the fuck do newly freed slaves need gun control for? No, you need gun rights, bro. You don't need gun control. The beer that you need to be drinking is gun rights. You know what I mean? You don't, the beer that you need, you, you need legal immigration beer because you can control that. You don't need illegal. You need legal immigration. <laughs> you need small government nigga you need them taking less money out your check the beer that i drink out of i drink traditional marriage beer I, I, I drink the beer with a man and a woman that's sitting up there together i'm not drinking no beer with two i ain't interested in that so i'm not gonna put my thing my i'm not gonna cast a vote to strengthen to put the federal government to lean on that i ain't interested in that that i don't drink that beer now if you drink that beer i ain't tripping that's ain't some shit. I don't drink that beer. Why would I vote for that beer? I don't drink it. I'm anti-abortion. My people got to get their numbers up. I drink the anti-abortion beer. I don't drink the pro-abortion beer. I just don't drink that beer, bro. I don't even drink that beer, sis. They would never package it to you like that. You know what they're packaging to you? personalities you have to fucking wake up and see every single election i don't care who the republican candidate is they're going to call him racist and you fall for the same shit every year this is the federal government then you do it again with the state then you do it again with the city then you vote democrat and then you complain about amnesty you can't do that you, you <laughs> i'm gonna leave it there beloved i i'm gonna leave it there man i i gotta go i can't keep that <laughs> nigga you voting for that shit then your black asses in chicago now all of a sudden you can make the town hall meetings boy them town hall meetings is packed in chicago now they're like wait a minute what's going nothing's going on you voted for this what do you mean what's going on you voted for it 
You can't go to McDonald's and get a Budweiser. It's not that platform of McDonald's doesn't hold Budweiser. It's never going to hold Budweiser. It's not going to do it, beloved. You're asking platforms to do something they don't do. But the other platform that does do this. Listen, 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 listen. This is our people. Listen, when I say we're deaf, dumb, and blind, beloved, we're deaf, dumb, and blind at a whole new level, right? Check this out. Do you know what amnesty means? This is, what the, this is what the liberals run around with. Amnesty. Do you know what that shit means, bro? <laughs> Do you know what that shit means? Do you know what that means? We're going to get some niggas a pardon. If some people got, they broken some political offenses, we're going to let it, we're going to say, hey, it's cool. <laughs> we're going to let it slide. We're going to let that shit go. Right? All right. When illegal immigrants are coming in here, they just giving them amnesty. You're voting for the party that stands for that. Then your black ass is turning right back around and running down. All of a sudden, man, I literally watched the whole town hall that they had in Chicago. Man, it was very entertaining because I was like, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, all of a sudden, they down there complaining and fussing. They can fussing with they fussing with McDonald's because they don't have the beer, and they don't know. Listen, they don't. You got you voted for McDonald's. There's no beer that come with this. I don't care how nice the personality is. No beer comes from them. They only have soft drinks at McDonald's. The the people that you're told are racist is the one that got the beer, and you're hollering for beer. They can't do nothing sitting on that panel. You voted for them. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted a crime solved, I can't call the fire department. The fire department doesn't do that. I can't go to the fire department. Hey, I need you to solve this homicide. I need you to solve this theft. I need you to solve this robbery. I need you to solve this assault. They don't do that. That's not their platform. If you want police work, you have to vote for the police. If you want fire work, you have to vote for the fire department. You wanting one thing, you keep voting for the niggas that don't do that. They don't do that. You you crying for Johnson now. He don't do that. He's a Democrat. He don't do that. Beloved, he don't. He, he don't or he doesn't. I hope I'm saying it the right way. He doesn't or he I don't know. Both of them. He doesn't any doubt. <laughs> now your money is going down the drain. Peace and black power to you, family. Oh, man. Beloved, beloved. <laughs> beloved i thank you guys so much for listening i thank you guys for hanging out this is indeed your brother at real black content fun podcast man i'm gonna get it with you guys later beloved peace 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 migrants arrived today in new york from the texas border
Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So, yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.